My name is Jim Fleming, and this is Our Sunday School. Our Sunday School is part of Stewart Heights Baptist Church in Chattanooga, Tennessee. To prepare for this lesson, please go to OurSundaySchool.com for a copy of today's handout. Now, let's get to this week's lesson. Well, good morning, and welcome to Our Sunday School. Uh, my name's Jim, and it's good to have you here today. Uh, I was talking to Julie uh, earlier this week, and we were debating how we should modify the intro to Sunday School today. Uh, maybe just give everybody a name amnesty day, in case you've forgotten. Uh, so there are churches that do this, right? So every six months or nine months or 12 months, they declare a name amnesty where everybody has permission to walk up to somebody else and say, um, so what's your name? I know we've been sitting next to each other for 43 years, but I've forgotten this week, so that kind of a thing. All right, so today we're in uh, Philippians chapter 2. Uh, Dave, you want to go to the next slide for me? Yep. Uh, and I am excited. I am excited because I think, I think, I think, I think, uh, that this page is the last page in your green book. And I think that is what we're going to get through today. So uh, if you've noticed, there's a table over here. Those of you online can't see that. Good morning. Welcome, by the way. Uh, but uh, these are the part two of Philippians. So I'm excited. So uh, we're in uh, Philippians 2. Uh, we'll start with verse 28 today, but let me read through <clears throat> uh, all of Philippians 2, and then we will... Uh, we will jump in with verse 28. So Philippians chapter 2. If then there is any encouragement in Christ, if any consolation of love, if any fellowship with the Spirit, if any affection and mercy, make my joy complete by thinking the same way, having the same love, united in spirit, intent on one purpose. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility consider others as more important than yourselves. Everyone should look not to his own interests, but rather to the interests of others. Adopt the same attitude as that of Christ Jesus, who, existing in the form of God, did not consider it equality with God as something to be exploited. Instead, he emptied himself by assuming the form of a servant, taking on the likeness of humanity, and when he had come as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death even to death on a cross. For this reason, God highly exalted him and gave him the name that is above every name, so that the name of Jesus every knee will bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Therefore, my dear friends, just as you have always obeyed, so now, not only in my presence, but even more in my absence, Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God who is working in you both to will and to work according to his good purpose. Do everything without grumbling and arguing, so that you may be blameless and pure, children of God who are faultless in a crooked and perverted generation, among whom you shine like stars in the world, by holding firm to the word of life. Then I can boast in the day of Christ that I didn't run or labor for nothing. But even if I am poured out as a drink offering on the sacrificial service of your faith, I am glad and rejoice with all of you. In the same way, you should also be glad and rejoice with me. Now, I hope in the Lord Jesus to send Timothy to you soon so that I too may be encouraged by news about you. 
for I have no one else like-minded who will genuinely care about your interests. All seek their own interests, not those of Jesus Christ. But you know his proven character because he has served with me in the gospel ministry like a son with a father. Therefore, I hope to send him as soon as I see how things go with me. I am confident in the Lord that I myself also will come soon. But I considered it necessary to send to you Epaphroditus, my brother, co-worker, and fellow soldier, as well as your messenger and minister to my need, since he has been longing for all of you and was distressed because you heard that he was sick. Indeed, he was so sick that he nearly died. However, God had mercy on him, and not only on him, but also on me, so that I would not have sorrow upon sorrow. For this reason, I am very eager to send him, so that you may rejoice again when you see him, and I may be less anxious. Therefore, welcome him in the Lord with great joy, and hold people like him in honor, because he came close to death for the work of Christ, risking his life to make up what was lacking in your ministry to me. Philippians 2. So let's pick up with verse uh, 28. Uh, so you're on page 176 uh, of your uh, green book. And uh, this morning we're going to look at the last three verses in Philippians chapter 2. So for this reason, so I, I want you to see all the conclusion, summarizing, referring back phrases in this. So for this reason, so for what I just said, I'm very eager to send, I'm so excited this morning, I got the, the screen is moving because I'm waving my arms so much. Here we go. I should like put my hands in my pockets or something. I, don't know. Uh, I am very eager, because I'm very eager, uh, to send him so that you may rejoice again when you see him. So what does that imply, that you may rejoice again when you see him? He's already been there, and they've already what? They already rejoiced once. So when this guy shows up, oh, oh a good time is had, right? And I may be less anxious. And we're going we're gonna to like do a deep dive into that word. Uh, therefore, so again, therefore, summarizing, wrapping up. So he's, he's building and he's building and he's building and he's building. Welcome him in the Lord with great joy and hold people like him in honor because he came close to death for the work of Christ. Now, it, if, if we put a period right there, what would we think or guess Epaphroditus had done? Say Preaching, right? He, he was some preaching, he was some minister, he was missionary, he was some... And what does the text say? Risking his life to make up what was lacking in your ministry to me. Put this in, uh, can you paraphrase this? What did he physically do? Remember, he's, he's going back and forth. He's doing what? He's carrying things, right. The, the, the offering from the Philippians to Paul... All right. <clears throat> Who takes the offering up in our services? Let me rephrase that. Who took the offering up in our services before the pandemic? We had ushers, right? And it was like, eh, we only touch all that stuff nine times. So maybe we just have buckets in the back. What happens to it after it goes in the bucket? What happens, Dave? Awesome. So it's collected, it's put into a bag, it's put into a safe, and then it's counted by the appropriate people, right? Who does the putting it into the bag and putting it into the safe? Dave does. Okay. So this is what Dave does, except if you said it was several hundred miles. 
And oh, by the way, it was a dangerous journey. Uh, good luck with that. <laughs> now, would you be reason to rejoice if you made this trip and came back and we saw you and you said it was a successful trip? Oh, oh yes, it got there. What we sacrificed and saved and gave, it got there. And it was effect. This is the work of Epaphroditus. Okay? So with that as the backdrop, now I want to look at verses 28, 29, and 30. So I've already told you where I'm going to land, but that's what's going on here. All right, let's go to the next slide, Dave. So for this reason, so what was before 28, uh, indeed he was so sick that he nearly died, however God had mercy on him, and not only on him, but also on me, so that I would not have sorrow upon sorrow. So because he didn't die... <laughs> I can send him, right? This is like, Paul does a lot of uh, complex summaries and therefores. This is not a complex summary or therefore. Like, he is still breathing, so he still has work to do. So for this reason, I am very eager to send him. This word for very eager is a weird translation in the CSB. If you pick most any other translation, it sounds something closer to uh, I'm going to quickly send him, or I will very soon send him. Uh, the idea is uh, on speed, not necessarily the eagerness associated with the speed, but if you take a half a step away from the rigid definition of the word, the reason you would do something quickly is because you're excited about doing that thing. right? So how many of you love doing laundry? You're like, laundry is my jam. I can't wait to fold clothes. Yeah, I'm not talking about folding. <laughs> folding. No, it's not. Folding. Shanda, is that you? Like folding? <clears throat> All right. How many of you, when you go pick out your next dining room table, you're going to go, how many loads of laundry can I put on? There we go. It's the couch, right? Yeah, we are on the struggle bus at our house. Uh, this week, uh, we've been sick at our house the last several weeks. Uh, Jules' energy was the last one to kind of come back uh, of us. And uh, so I have been doing laundry. Under uh, strict directions and oversight with things written down, <laughs> there's a little chart in the laundry. I mean, it's like you don't screw this up, buddy, right? And the thing that I have figured out is that, that she can do without overexerting is folding the laundry, right? So there you go. So that's, she gets to sit down and fold laundry, and that's her, that's her jam, and that's what she gets to do. Um, are you eager to fold laundry, Jules? No, not so much. <laughs> so sometimes does it sit there for just a hot second, like a minute or two, or ten? or? <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you, we have a washing, and, washing machine and dryer now that it's, it's basically witchcraft. So it finishes... And then it sends a note to her phone and says, hey, I'm done. If you're going to be a minute, I can just keep it going for you. And that way you don't feel guilty about it just sitting in there for three days. And I think that's amazing. She finds it a bit demoralizing because <laughs> you eventually just turn the notifications off, right? So that this word is the opposite about how all of us feel about laundry, right? So this is the... Like, let's do it quickly. Yeah, all right. So for this reason, 
I quickly want to send. So I'm on page 177 in your green book. I quickly want to send. And this is our word dispatch. I love this word. Probably my second or third favorite word in Philippians. Uh, Pempo. Which doesn't sound like dispatch at all. Uh, but I want to send her. Uh, and so again, this idea that Epaphroditus was dispatchable. I want to send him so that, so another summarizing word, uh, so that you may rejoice. Now, look at this word rejoice, halfway down your page, 177. It, there, there are several, this is the second plural, second aorist. Don't worry about the seconds that much. They're, this is like way nuanced stuff that I'm probably not going to get into for several more years. So second plural, second aorist, passive, deponent, subjunctive. So this is a plural, so they're as a group going to rejoice. And a subjunctive, so this is the possibility to rejoice. It's a, it's a good chance you're going to rejoice because of this. Wouldn't you have thought that this would be active? That, that they would have actively rejoiced because he showed up. It's passive. So how do you figure that? Uh, not really. Uh, this is the only way that I can reconcile this logically. So uh, this is going to be my Matt Sigler explanation. Matt Sigler and I have a standing rule. Whenever we see each other, uh, we hug. And uh, whoever sees the other one first, you got first dibs. So if he sees me in Publix and I don't see him, I'm getting hugged. And I may not be aware of it. <laughs> it's going to be, from my perspective, passive rejoicing. It is done to me. Does that make sense? Now, uh, now that I think about it, I have several people in my life like this. Sam Turnipseed is another one. Like, now, I see Sam a lot in Publix, and he has... Like we, we had to explain, we had a very awkward conversation with one of the uh, fruit people at Publix. He was like, what's going on? You, everybody okay? Like, yep, yep, we're all good. We're friends. We're good. We're good. Uh, but this is passive rejoicing. Like, passive rejoicing. M maybe. Uh, if we didn't have Acts chapter 16, um, I would, I would say that could be a possibility. But remember back to Acts chapter 16 when the Philippian church was founded. You know, they locked Paul uh, up in prison, and he made a big deal about Roman citizenship and got out, and basically the leadership of Philipp, uh, Philippi had to apologize. So that, that would have given them some public cover in that space. Now, how long that lasted? I don't know, but this is maybe 10-ish years after that. So not too much later. Um, but this is a direct reflection of Epaphroditus coming back to them. So it was very Epaphroditus-centric, uh, the reason for their rejoicing. So, good question, though. All right, so verse 28. For this reason, because he's still alive, I'm very eager to send him to you, so that, there's a conclusion here, you may rejoice again. All right, so a month ago, when we met last, at the bottom of page 176, I believe one of your uh, applications was God's mercy is an antidote to sadness. So what do we do with that? We recognize it and rejoice it. Well, the bottom of page 177, God's people are an antidote 
to sadness as well. I got to tell you, I am str- I'm on the struggle bus this morning. Uh, not because I feel janky or I think my voice is going to give out. Uh, I am overwhelmed to see you all. Like, I just haven't laid eyes on you, and I love you. And it's been a minute, and I don't like that. Uh, so praise the Lord that we... <sighs> there we go. Good. Um, but God's people are an antidote to sadness. So what do we do with that? We recognize and rejoice. So I want to send him to you again so that you may rejoice again. Page 178. When you see him, and I may be less anxious. So let's talk about this word, less anxious. Uh, How many times does this word show up in the New Testament? Once. How much theology do we hang on a word that shows up one time in our copy of the scripture? Like, I'm going to say that is God's word. I'm going to say I believe it. I'm going to say I want to obey it. I want to live it in my life. I'm also going to give it like a side half eye and say I want to be real gentle about how much we put on that hook. Remember the hooks? We don't want to put too much on a hook that shouldn't hold too much weight. So here's the uh, BDAG definition. Uh, it's, uh, this is uh, Bauer, Danker, all, uh, this, this is their acronym for their, uh, their book that they wrote. But remember, this is the book, uh, one, of my, one of my favorite Bible study books. This is the book that explains uh, how a word was used in the first century in other non-biblical literature. So this word existed outside of the Bible and was used in other literature. So these guys go and find all the other books that were written that have this word, figure out from the context around these words what this word should be, and they give us a much more uh, rich definition of uh, the word. And the word means free from anxiety. So you're like, well, that sounds like they came pretty close. (laughs) Right? Um, which I want to ask so many questions to the Apostle Paul, right? What I'm not going to do is I'm not going to throw a bunch of rocks because Paul is going to do what with anxiety later on in Philippians? Is he going to reference it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to be uber clear with it. This is one of the times, I think, where the... The speaker, the presenter, the writer, the preacher, the teacher, the whatever acknowledges, hey, I may have struggled with this a little bit here, and, uh, and I know the truth around this topic. Right? Does this make sense? Okay. All right. So, so that I may be less anxious. Thank you, Dave. So verse 29, uh, therefore, so again, we're wrapping, we're concluding something here. Welcome him. This is a plural imperative for welcome. They are commanded to welcome. And I would say this might be the easiest command that the Philippians will obey uh, as a result of getting the letter to the Philippians. Uh, Welcome him. But not just welcome him, but welcome him in the Lord. And I will tell you, I spent a lot of time the last couple of weeks um, 
because this lesson has been cooking for a month, guys. So there you go. Uh, I've spent a lot of time last few weeks thinking about and working through in my head how relationships work in the body of Christ. Um, and I, I would argue, at the conclusion I came to is that this is the larger relationship uh, within which all Christian relationships rightly occur. So I'm going to, this is my hokey, terrible Microsoft Paint graphical PowerPoint uh, illustration of how this works. All right, Dave. So we've got in the Lord. So Christian relationships in the Lord. Right? The reason Epaphroditus could be welcomed back and that Paul could be, command the Philippians to welcome him back is because Christ has created space for all these Christian relationships to occur. All right, so let's go to the next one here. So we got the Philippians. The Philippians are in the Lord, right? Would you agree? Yes? We got Epaphroditus. I didn't spell his name out because it takes forever, and it was, had like six-point font, and you couldn't read it, and so there you go. So E is in the Lord, and he's, he's going to go to the Lord, and we can rejoice here, and we can welcome here because of the bigger bucket. Does this make sense? Now, I recognize this is uber-simple theology, but I want us to understand this can be stunningly healthy and helpful because of the finished work of Christ. So don't skip over these little in-the-Lord comments. It's not just, yeah, 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 we're hat tip to Jesus and keep moving on, I'm going to say what I wanted to say. No, no, no. This, this relationship exists because of what Christ has done. If there was no in the Lord, if it was just Epaphroditus was going back to the, uh, I don't know what's a club. Is there a, somebody name a club? Club Med. club Med. If he's going back to Club, thank you, I have, there you go. If he's going back to Club Med, the people at Club Med could have been happy to see Epaphroditus, but it wouldn't have had the same context, right? It wouldn't have been a picture of the larger family. Does that make sense? You with me here? Okay, cool. I want to make sure that we see, like, they get to welcome him in the Lord because of what Christ has done. And without what Christ has done, this is just, it's just some guy coming back. You know, it's just not the same. All right, so they're not just going to welcome him, but they're going to welcome him. Uh, oh, so application at the bottom of page 179. So being in Christ enables Christian relationships. So being in Christ enables Christian relationships. So being in Christ enables Christian relationships. What do we do with that? Recognize and rejoice. This is good. We get to have Christian relationships because of what Christ has done. Yay. I mean, he could, have, he could have constructed Christianity so that everybody was an island and nobody ever got to engage with anybody else. Whew. That sounds like sign up for that, right? <laughs> like, no, come on. So, but how are we going to, how, how are they commanded to receive him? With all or with great joy. The, the word great here is not the word megas which is where we get our megaphone, which we expand, and it's, it's, a, it's a bunch. This is the word pas, which is all, or every. So with every bit of joy you can scrape up and find, that's how you welcome him. 
well, that, that sounds like we're about to have a party. <laughs> I mean, I don't know about you, but if I'm going to say scrape up all the joy and exhibit all the joy, when he comes back, we're having a party. So there it is, right there in the text, plain as day. Paul liked to go to parties. So, no, 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 it's not. Uh, but here's the application. Christians welcome with all joy. Christians welcome with all joy. Um, and as a rather extreme introvert who is married to a rather extreme introvert, uh, I need to say these words periodically to remind myself of uh, how we should welcome each other. So what do we do with that? Recognize and rejoice. Recognize and rejoice. All right, welcome him in the Lord with all joy. And, verse 100, page 180, so we're not done, and hold people like him in honor. Now, this doesn't make a lot of sense without verse 30, right? Because if you, you're just like, well, so what's the, what's the big deal? Well, because he was willing to, he almost came, he almost died for this. You're like, oh, okay. So now we have some context for honoring those in the body. Is people who are willing to die for you and for the work of Christ. Hold people like him in honor. This word honor is a really interesting word. Uh, shows up five times in the New Testament. So it shows up in uh, Luke 14.8. The CSB talks about, they translate it here as more distinguished. So it's this kind of a special seat, this special title, special place. Uh, Luke 7 verse 2 uh, translates it as highly valued. And then in 1 Peter chapter 2, it shows up twice. In 1 Peter 2 verses 4 and 6, uh, where Peter talks about those that are chosen and honored. These are chosen and honored by God. So this, this word is not a, like, yeah, yeah, that's cool, give him a nice seat. It's like, no, this is a, this is a, this is a pretty big deal. Like, this is an elevated status. Um, and not just because we're just picking somebody at random and it's their turn to be special today. Verse 30 begins with the word, because. Like, there is a why for the special honor. Because he came close, igidzo, which is a fun word to say. He came close to death for the work of Christ. Now, what did we talk about he was doing? What was he physically doing? He's, he picked stuff up. He took it to another spot, and he gave it to Paul. And he took stuff from Paul, and he took it back to the Philippians, and he took stuff from the Philippians, and he took it back to Paul. Like, and the Holy Spirit of God says that is the work of Christ. Anybody, can anybody quote Matthew 25, 40? You know that one off the top of your head? It's probably in a Wana verse. I was just wondering. Matthew 25, 40. 
And the king will answer them, Truly I tell you, whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me. Like What we do for each other, go back a couple of slides, Dave. In the Lord is service for Christ. There are no small jobs in the body. I don't know how Epaphroditus felt about, and we don't, we just don't, it's not in the text. We don't know if he was like, I get to do, I got a feeling there was a smidge of that because it was passive joy. Like it's going, he's going to result, his presence is going to result in joy. But he's carrying stuff back and forth. Like, does that sound like this is spiritual work? It's like, uh, maybe? I don't know. But if, if Paul is not adequately supplied in prison, maybe we don't have Galatians and Ephesians. And you're like, well, well hang tight just a second, Jim. Like, you mean this... this Seemingly little thing over here, God can use that to bless people for like thousands of years? Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly right. That's exactly what the Father does with our work for the Son through the power of the Spirit. The whole Trinity is involved in little jobs, and it is gorgeous and beautiful. And don't you dare let anybody tell you, like, well, that's just the whatever, the whatever. It's like, no, we need the little toes. Hold people like him in honor because he came close to death for the work of Christ, page 182, risking his life to make up. Anaplaruo. This is to fully complete or to fully supply, to fully accomplish. He, he topped Paul off for what Paul needed. He made sure that he was fully ready and fully supplied and fully stocked and fully supported. And when he showed up, he represented the Philippians who were loved by Paul and rejoiced with Paul. Paul started their church a decade earlier, right? I mean, he's, he's a legend there. To fully make up what was lacking in your ministry. This word lacking at the top of page 183 is a deficit or poverty. This is one of the very few places in Philippians where Paul kind of skirts the concept of, hey, you came close there. Let's keep it up. Right? <laughs> It, it, was, it was dipping a little. Like, all right, we're good, we're good, we're good. It was lacking in your ministry to me. All right, so a couple of applications, and we really talked about these already, but we'll just summarize these at the end here. Application number one, uh, personal sacrifice. Personal sacrifice for Christ's work uh, results in honor. Personal sacrifice for Christ's work results in honor. 
So what do we do with that? We should recognize and honor. We should recognize and honor. So personal sacrifice for Christ's work results in honor. So recognize and honor. And then application number two, uh, there are no little jobs in the kingdom. There are no little jobs in the kingdom. So recognize and rejoice. Because I don't know what natural abilities or what spiritual gifts God has given you, but they can 100% be used for the glory of God, for the furtherance of the kingdom. Yes, this is good. This is so good. So there are no little jobs in the kingdom. Is this the last page in your book? You're like, technically no, but we haven't ever talked about page 185 yet. Cool. So when you come to the last page of a book, what should you do? Well, that, that'll tell you a lot about somebody, how they answer that question, right? <laughs> Some of you are like, throw it away. No, 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 no. <laughs> continue, right? You should continue. So I've got my acknowledgments page there. So um, you guys are in there as well. So you're the third from the bottom. So thank you to our Sunday school for leaning in and engaging week after week in a substantive interaction with the truth. So thank you so much. Um, you didn't give me really any feedback on changing stuff other than the verse numbers. And I've, I've finally figured out how I think I can make it a lot easier and cleaner to understand where a, a verse change is in the green book. And we will do that for whatever we study next. Because this was kind of already done and I just couldn't bring myself to spend 30 hours fixing it. So... I didn't. Uh, but for our members, I have new books. <laughs> now, this is uh, Philippians part one. This is Philippians part two. Philippians part two is a little thinner because the second half of Philippians is a little shorter than the first half of Philippians. So there we go. Uh, but... Uh, Come get your books. All right. Got. Yep. Oh, no. They're going to do that, aren't they? There we go. Cool. All right. Barber, Barber, Barber. Johnson, Johnson. Thank you, sir. Miller, thank you. Awesome. There we go. Thank you. Yeah, there's. How you doing, sir? It does. Yes, it feels very nice to get these. It is. Yes. There we go. Thank you, Mr. Decker. All right, got to go to the second box here now. Two boxes, baby. Two boxes. There we go. Awesome. Thank you, sir. Uh, she doesn't yet, no. I'm going I'm to give her hers here in just a second. There we go. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Now, I will tell you, uh, they are crazy dusty. And the reason they're dusty is these the hole punch uh, people, they, uh, it's the UPS store, because I don't have any equipment to do that. And I looked at the equipment, and I almost bought the equipment, and I thought, I'm going to punch a hole in my finger. And 
that would not be a wise use of my resources, so let's not do that. Uh, but when they do it, it creates all these little pieces of dust. So you may have to like shake it out a little bit. It'll be okay. So there's that. All right, so uh, Philippians part two, cover art by the talented uh, Kristen Harper. There we go. That's probably the first time I have ever said your name right since you've gotten married. So there's that. Uh, and it will probably be the last time I ever say your name right since you've been married. But uh, so there's, there's that. Uh, this edition is also already on our sundayschool.com. Uh, so it's there as well. For those of you that are members that don't live in this area, uh, I'll be mailing yours out probably tomorrow. So FYI to that. And, uh, and with that, that's the first two chapters of Philippians, guys. So booyah. Yes, I'm excited. All right. So Lord willing, <laughs> yeah, we should, right? Every time we finish a book. We should have a party. We should absolutely do that. Um, we'll, we'll put that in the works. What's that? Rejoice. Rejoice. Yes, that's exactly right. That's awesome. I love it. All right. So uh, next week, Lord willing, we will start uh, an overview of Philippians. I don't have one myself yet. Jiminy Cricket. Uh, an overview of Philippians 3. No, oh, I, I did want to point out one thing. So go to page 7 in your new one. In your new one. And go to page seven in your old one. You're like, wait now, this is getting complicated. What in the world? What's the first resource at the bottom, the bullet point at the very bottom, first bullet point in the bottom list in the old one? Gordon Fee, right? Here's a moment for Dr. Fee. Here we go. Good. What's the first one in the new one? FF Bruce. Now, we did not drop Dr. Fee. Dr. Fee is the second one here because there's an alphabetical order. Turn the page to page eight in both. My stack got bigger. <laughs> the stack is currently about this big on my desk in my office at the house. So um, it is border, it's, it's not borderline, it's completely unmanageable at this point, uh, but it makes me happy. So, and I will tell you, my new favorite in the list, if you want to uh, spend just a, a, it's like 10 bucks, I think, you probably get it from Reformation Heritage Books website, is David Strain, the next to last one at the bottom. I ran out of magnetic bookmarks. Like unbelievably rich and beautiful that one he's an amazing writer like you you know when you read something you're like this guy can just write he can write he's also theologically rich and sound and helpful and clear and he's a pastor so he knows how to just talk to normal human beings so it's not necessarily sorry dr fee it's not necessarily like dr fee sometimes who goes you need three phds just to talk to the man so uh, David Strain on the Philippians is outstanding. Um, I, I finished more than half of it, and then I went and bought everything else he's ever written. So that may be a series at some point in the future. We'll see. So with that, I've um, got 946, so let's wrap up. Uh, we should have one more slide, I think. Yep, there we go. So our prayer time. So you should have your uh, weekly updates at your table. So um, these, it's been a month since you've seen these. So... 
lean in, engage, pray for somebody who is not with you, and then go worship this one who enables all these amazing relationships to even occur, our Lord Jesus Christ. So thanks for coming today, guys. Appreciate you. Thanks for engaging. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast, YouTube channel, and weekly email. You can subscribe to all three of those at OurSundaySchool.com. Grace and peace to you.